Chapter 15, verse 11, the parable of the lost son. Jesus continued, There was a man who had two sons. The younger one said to his father, Father, give me my share of the estate. So he divided his property between them. Not long after that, the younger son got together all he had, set off for a distant country, and there squandered his wealth in wild living. After he had spent everything, there was a severe famine in that whole country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to a citizen of that country who sent him to his fields to feed pigs. He longed to feel his stomach with the pods the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. And when he came to his senses, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have food to spare? And here I am starving to death. I will send out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So he got up and went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him, and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate, for this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And so they began to celebrate. I spent a lot of my young adult life, late teens young adult life, given warrant to hate someone. My dad had abandoned my family when I was about four years old. And he was completely gone, out of the picture. Until I was about 17, and he wrote me a letter. Everyone around me gave me permission to hate him, relatives, um, people who were close to our family, who knew our situation. And it was something that they felt hurt by what he did. And they assumed that hurt was only amplified to his direct family. And because of his uh, decision to leave, we had a right to be mad and to not forgive him. I felt myself a little later on, maybe I was about 22 harboring that hatred so much that I was 
becoming, or at least seeing the possibility of myself becoming what I was terrified of becoming. I had spent the last few years of my life trying to, at the same time, shape myself to be Jesus Christ, or like Him, while at the same time hating a man I didn't know And one was stunting the other. I could feel a limitedness in my ability to sort of take on this form of love and gentleness and forgiveness because of the disdain I had developed for a man that I knew almost nothing about. But what was even more scary was all the things I felt my dad did wrong. I started to see in myself the capability of doing exactly the same thing. And it was a hard lesson to learn. But what I learned was him running him taking a road that was easier but less fulfilling, uh, more fun but fewer responsibilities. I could see myself being capable of doing that, abandoning people. And uh, it's something that's hard to admit Uh, Especially when you finally put words to it. And I wrestled this, I wrestled with this for a very long time. Until I started to confront it. And and as I started to confront it, I started to be more honest with myself. And when it felt like when I finally admitted that I could be capable of the same things he, I could be capable of the same sins he committed in his life. It was it was sort of at that time that in that honesty I began to see how I wouldn't although capable I would not do those things. And as I started to think through that reality the easier it became to see Um, how I needed to forgive this man. And not just forgive him in the sense of, like, I need to forgive him in order to release myself, but to forgive him because of a real sorrow for him and the decisions he made. And then one night I had a dream I had been thinking about the idea of maybe going to see my dad. And then I had a dream, and it went like this. I was at a train station with a man named Stanley Hauerwas. And as we sat at a a bar right next to the train tracks, Stanley asked me about my dad, and I gave him 
exactly the story I just gave to you. Except that I left out the detail, and I'll give it to you now, that my dad had started to reach out and made it known that he would like to connect. And in the dream, Stanley said, Have you ever read Luke 15, Ross? To which I responded, of course. I was in Bible college, after all. And he said, Ross, if it were the father who had squandered his wealth and ran from his responsibilities and then came to his wit's end and ran back home, it still works. The story still works. The son can be the one to welcome the father back. And I never forgot that, and it changed my life. Be the one to forgive first. In every relationship, in every interaction with every person, be the one who loves first. It's the first act of love between parties in a broken relationship that can be the thing that changes everything. Thank you.